Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. How's it going, dude? What up, buddy? I literally just finished my beef jerky in time to talk at the exact moment that you <laughs> introduced me. Wow. Well, you know, the, you know the length of the intro by now, surely. You're right. Yeah, it's like I've been doing this for a bit. <laughs> Fuck, but you know the thing about beef jerky, you have one, you want like another, and now I am craving another slice, and I have to talk, so I cannot. Uh, always. Is it Biltong? Is oh, it that no, one? that'd be better. It's just the Jack Link. It's like that traditional kind that like... It's, it's all right. It's nothing special. Aussies, Aussies do damn good beef jerky, considering. They do. Well, it's like the South Africans that are here, I think, that are doing oh, it. It's all, it's all from there. It's one of those things that you just don't get in the UK. Like in the, it, it's, it's like um, Seinfeld. We didn't grow up with beef jerky. It just wasn't a thing. You mean like you didn't grow up with, you didn't grow up with Seinfeld? Yeah, we never had it in the UK. We had friends. That's crazy to me though, because like that's the most like syndicated show ever. Like surely there was some network that. I know. Took that on. Anyway, uh, I feel bad for you because beef jerky is quite good. So is Seinfeld, and I've never, I've never watched it all the way through. The question is, like, which would I give up, beef jerky or Seinfeld, if I had to? That's a real question. I, I don't know if I would give up beef jerky, man. Sorry, Jerry. Oh, you've, you've got to give enough Seinfeld. <laughs> I think he, I think he's cut. Well, before we get into it, if you want to listen to his banter about beef jerky or Seinfeld some more. Uh, please do, but there will be time codes in the description if you want to jump around, listen to the different parts of the podcast. We've got a pretty interesting main topic coming up today, which I'm excited to talk about. Jill, are you excited to talk about it? I am. Uh, I did, You know, when we first talked about it, I was like, hmm, how am I going to come up with this? But uh, <laughs> it actually came to me a bit easier than I thought it would. More on that later. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking with an accent like this for the rest of the podcast. I'm not sure why I went so high-pitched for a second. <laughs> it's like, not the, not the gumdrops. <laughs> not the gumdrop buttons. Yeah, the muffin man. <laughs> so, dude, what have you been watching, I think man? we've just gone crazy at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, what have you been up to, buddy? What have you been watching? I asked you first. I switched it up. Ah, all right, all right. Get ready. Yeah, I've... I've I've actually had a little more time than usual this week. What? A very unusual. Who would have guessed? Yeah, we only had like two days. <laughs> I know. Well, I um, I finished off the Hit Monkey program. I, I remember telling you about last week. That was it. Was a real joy. I mean, it's one of those programs that if you get a chance, definitely watch it. But it's not like you're not missing out if you don't. It's just because I had a lot of time on my hands and I just wanted to give it a good go. And that sort of Archer character is a lot, a lot of fun in that. But I actually watched a couple of movies over the last few days, which I don't usually make time for. And I realized now why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> was one of them the Adam Project? Yes, <laughs> one of them was the Adam Project. Uh, we talked about doing it actually for this podcast as our discussion topic. And I watched it thinking, you know, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds. It's like a big sarcasm fest, yada, yada. And then I was just like, this is nah. I see. I didn't know that you actually watched it. I thought you just got put off by somebody who told you about them, their experience. Watching no. It. So, so it, you it, did. You did watch it. It came out on the Friday, and well, I basically had a Friday to myself, and uh, you know, being back in the UK for a little bit, I didn't have a lot, lot happening that day, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give this a go, and it's your classic Ryan Reynolds sarcasm fest, like I say. You know, it's passable fun. There is a big storyline in it about his dad being sort of you know dead throughout which hits a little close to home for me at the moment but it's it didn't really hit those sort of heartwarming you know emotive moments for me particularly well i felt like the mix of sort of ryan reynolds and mark ruffalo and then this little kid who is sort of who's literally like a ryan reynolds jr he, like, he, that's casted. all he is he's just ryan reynolds jr it's well cast but those three 
together yeah. i couldn't take them as seriously like, like all i could see when i saw mark ruffalo was like you know the scenes in thor ragnarok where he's looking out <laughs> i'm just like i can't say this is seriously but like it's it's you know like if you just want something something that's a bit of action and just a bit of nonsense like it's it's passable and it's ryan reynolds being ryan reynolds yeah i mean like ign didn't kill it i thought based off your review it was gonna be terrible they, they were like oh it's kind of like back to the future meets some of the other like 80s throwback cult classic movies that we all love which i don't necessarily love all those movies but people do i mean maybe i'm just getting a little bit jaded by the, the ryan reynolds shtick yeah. because he does play the same he does just play himself in every movie right like that's what he is he has a shtick yeah he does have a shtick yeah he's literally and he beats the shit out of you with it <laughs> So what else? Anything else or mostly just... Yeah, I did actually watch one other movie. Now, this is one. Like, if I, I would say, I would say, like, I'd say that's... Pr- the Adam Project's probably better than Aquaman. I'd say, okay. yeah, give it a watch. Like, if you, get the, if you get the chance. Don't go out of your way to watch it. But if you've got some time, yeah, why not? It's a good one for the family or, you know, watching with the partner. And the other one was a movie that I would rather jump off the Empire State Building than have to watch that's again. That's a glowing endorsement. It was diabolically bad. It's a movie... So, I... I I was a little bit um, interested to find out if there was anything on Netflix that maybe I hadn't watched. You know, some hidden gems type things. I watched a couple of YouTube lists. I did a bit of research and I came up with three and I was like, all right, I'm going to check these out. The one that I really wanted to watch was a movie with Pedro Pascal called The Prospect. And it's a little bit, looked a little bit like a rival sort of meets Avatar and somewhere in the middle. Uh, The two main characters, including Pedro, are like uncharted s characters without being quite as action focused so a bit of a sci-fi yeah so i thought oh yeah buzzing i'll jump on that so i jumped on netflix and this netflix original you know just wasn't on netflix so i ended up watching a movie called the outsider which is a gerard leto film and it is awful it's totally opposite to what i wanted and, and totally opposite to what the adam project was it's it's as if you wrapped all of gerard leto's weird um headiness into one movie which is it's essentially it's it's a vehicle for him to be weird and you added in sort of like the dour feel of like a drive and then you just threw the yakuza in there just for good you fun. don't it, like jared leto either no no i thought i'd give him another chance you know yeah. something that's outside of the stuff we normally watch and it's just a really hard watch man like i didn't understand any of his motivations in the film it's him trying to do like high art nonsense and it didn't work for me what is it called? Outsider? The Outsider, yes. It's it's interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like, fair play to him for trying something a little bit different. It just wasn't... It just didn't hit any of the marks. Like, his character was mostly silent. You know, like the, the drive character is. Yeah. And because of that, I didn't get any of his motivations, like I say. There's a part where he starts dating one of the main Yakuza guy's sisters. But, like, this is supposed to be your boy. Like, you're not just going to start dating your sister out of the blue. Like, come on, dude. Like, stop it. <laughs> So uh, it was it was a bit it was a miss for okay. me. Like I say, I wanted to watch a Pedro Pascal movie. Who doesn't want to watch Pedro? There's a lot of bad Netflix originals. To oh be yeah, there's like way more bad ones than there are good ones. <laughs> what did you get up to, man? I, I mean, like, dude, mine's pretty boring because like, we just talked before, but it's kind of just more of the peek same. behind the curtain. Yeah, we we just peek behind the curtain. We're recording early this week. I so I'll keep it brief. I finished Castlevania season two. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. What do you think? Intrigued Will, that was good. Uh, it's, Intrigued Will, they'll take it now. It kind of feels like it started with the climax in these first two seasons. And now it's going mm. to be like more of a monster of the week, like reset, right? Because like... Just, so spoilers for Castlevania season two. What kind of happens at the end of it? Well, like the whole first two seasons, you're thrown straight into this massive war with Dracula versus like humankind. 
Oh, and of then, course. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like the end of the like it follows the build up of that of then this team the first season's like the team that gets together, second season is like, all right, we gotta go kill kill Dracula and they literally do. And so now I'm like, Okay, well <laughs> like what is the show about? Super now? easily as well, I felt. Like <laughs> well, it wasn't mean, exactly like it difficult. Wasn't super easily, like it took two seasons, but like really only a season and a half. Well, it's almost like you wanted to be dead, which you could <laughs> maybe argue. But my point being, like <laughs> What are they going to do now? Like, I, I don't know. I'm intrigued because there's two more seasons that have already been released, apparently. Well, they built up some of his minions to look pretty cool, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, they're going to build the war and, like, build the the world and have those guys be kind of the antagonists. But, like, he was such an intriguing antagonist. These other characters I are a little so bit too. less so. So I'm kind of like, ooh. Did you ever play the video games back in the day? No. Are they? They're all based. This is based off the video game? Or is it based off, like... Yeah, it's, it basically spawned its own genre. Like, okay. the whole sideways scrolling and then it flips everything upside down it's yeah. it's very cool video games my my best mate joe just loves them yeah absolutely I he'll he'll download like a ps1 emulator to play them on his back <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah no they're, they're heralded for sure but it's interesting you're into it and you haven't played the games no i'd heard that they were good i just didn't know like if they were made after a comic or that like if it was like after the games i wasn't i wasn't sure anyway i i began peacemaker and so far i'm really digging it i'm three episodes I in. you would uh we'll talk more about that later and then space force still mediocre but i'm still watching not sure why that's the steve carell one we've talked about before yes, right yes it is are you just kind of forcing yourself to get into it now kind of yeah there's like funny moments right and it's kind of just something I put on when I'm like, I need something on that I don't need to focus as much on. But there, it's got that one guy. From, Is it funny? There, it, there, it, it has moments. <laughs> well, that's a glowing endorsement right there. there. There's there's one guy that's really funny that I like a lot. Okay. Um, and he's famous. You would know him. What is his? He's, he talks like this and the answer is always like this. And this is how I talk. John Malkovich. Oh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. He's amazing. Yeah, so he's awesome in it. Steve Carell is also like awesome, but it's not like as good as like say The Office, right? But John Malkovich yeah. is probably the funniest part. And then it's also got Jimmy O. Yang, who who plays Dr. Chan. That's the guy I was referring to before. The rest of them are pretty much no names. But it, look, it's it's entertaining to a degree, but it's not like anything special. It's kind of just put it on in the background. There's only two seasons, right? Yeah, that's why my comment in it. My comment was like, oh, it's still mediocre, but I continue to watch for some reason. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's one, then, of those, one of those shows, I feel, where you kind of, once you've started it, you kind of just have to finish it. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story before about a TV show called The Blacklist. Have I told you this before? I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. You have. I'll you tell you. We've talked about it on the pod. I, I we've talked about it on the yeah. pod. Uh, I'll give you the short version of the story then. So I was watching that show. And I was probably, I think it was like a 24 episode season. And I was like, Jesus. oh man, like, I, I, yeah, I was like five, six episodes in. I was like, this isn't good. Like, I don't like the acting. I don't like the people in it. James Spade is fantastic, but the whole setup just seems really forced to me. But I was like, oh, I'm, I pushed through to like episode six, seven. Like, I might as well just finish the series. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I was pushing through and it was back in the day when everything wasn't quite as um, easily accessible as it is now. So I was on some dodgy streaming platform and I was watching this show and I got to like episode 17 and I was a bit tired and I flicked on the next episode and I was watching the episode sort of half-heartedly and I was like, when did, when did she dye her hair? Hang on a minute. Why is, why is he a 
bad guy. I'm so confused. So it just confused me. And I got to the end of the episode and I clicked up, I closed the screen down. And I realized I cared so little about that show that I'd gone from series one, episode 17 to series two, episode 18. <laughs> and I hadn't even noticed. And that was the point. I was yeah. like, all right, I need to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop watching this show. Yeah, that's that's dreadful. And then eight, like a twenty-four episode season of something you don't like—that's just that's, oh my god! Don't, why would you do it to yourself? Anyway, um, I kind of want to know where the mystery was going. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I had something that intrigued you, obviously. And closing out season four of The Sinner, I'm on the final episode, uh, about to be done, kind of with three separate shows between, you know, Castlevania, Peacemaker, Space Force, and this. So, yeah, I, I think I'll have some new stuff on my horizon in the future well we we have penciled in peacemaker for our next episode so i'm intrigued to know where you're gonna what, what your overall view is gonna be because i've waxed lyrical about it so many times but you never know man like your humor might be slightly different to mine john cena's just really funny so it's like as long as they yeah. keep making it about him and his like humor like he's killing it so far he's really he into is. this character i really like some of the surrounding characters well, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it another time but i like i feel like what we talked about last uh, two weeks ago with the boba fett episode it's just focused on like a car, car set of characters. Doesn't try and talk about everybody in the world. It's just yeah. like this, and this is who you focus on. It's very good. Well, speaking of DC and DC properties, yes. did you hear this week that we got confirmation from Warner Brothers that the Penguin series, based off the Batman that we talked about last week, plug for that episode, go back and listen, because that was a really fun episode, by the way, that has, has been greenlit. That's awesome. But also, I'm like, I don't want it to be bad. Apparently, it's going to pick up where the Batman left off. So I would assume it's the Penguin just sort of getting into his groove as the Penguin, sort of learning how to be the sort of big dog in the underworld. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be executive produced by Matt Reeve, who obviously, you know, he yeah. directed the Batman. So that's good signs. And there is not yet any word if uh, Patton Bat will appear. It's a good sign, but I'm also like, how could he not appear in it? You know what I mean? Like, how could how could you have a show about like a crime boss becoming a crime boss in that city and not have Batman be a part of it? Yeah, it'd be like, and I have a feeling that he probably won't. I don't know. I got a feeling he might make like one episode, like the last episode of something. He might show up for like a minute, but it's going to be more of him like in the background, right? It's going to be him taking out his goons, stopping his plans. So I'm intrigued to know where they go with it, because I mean. That was one of the better characters in that movie, even though you got so little of him. It was. It was. I just mean, like, I wonder, uh, you know, look, I'm not going to lie. He's Colin Farrell's a good actor. So, like, if they give him the right material, it could be good. It's just, it's hard for me to imagine, like, you know, him and not have Batman in it. Whereas, like, Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, they weren't, like, directly tied together, right? Like, you could see an offshoot comedy in that setting yeah. a lot. Like, because, of, like, the Batman was such a sum of its parts movie, it's like like taking one little part i'm like oh well we will i be wanting more right i don't know i think i mean i mean i think they left that character tantalizing enough because they didn't tell you that much about him no like, they did they, they left it open you're right they, they totally could you're probably gonna find out how he got the name penguin yes um <laughs> but I, that that prosthetic though right that's gonna take a long time to put on like imagine doing that every day yeah he probably i mean he's gonna get sick of that pretty i mean quickly, but right? he loves the character so that's like the fight of like you know having the prosthetic that makes the character uh -oh. and actually sitting in the chair for five hours while they put it on is 
probably you'd hope they'd get better at it over time and just like that time would just gradually yeah, I mean, they're, they're shave off like hours it's gonna be like 20 minutes <laughs> like you're still, yeah it's like still gonna just take it oh well i mean he's not in those harry potter movies so he doesn't need to do anything else does he did he get me too out of those or did he get killed no he didn't so no so he was a, a bait and switch in the first one so johnny depp's character who was grindelwald oh yeah was he was actually pretending to be him yeah so yeah, he was yeah. never actually in it his it was like a polyjuice it was like a polyjuice potion or something something like that yeah. but look speaking of warner brothers yeah, did you also hear that they've pretty much shifted all of their slate back um, so all the movies i know you're excited for what else is are being pushed pushed back so for example aquaman's now 2023 the flash is now mid 2023 i guess the only one that's really come forward is shazam that's been filmed for ages <laughs> I know, but everything's been pushed, man. I'm hoping that they're just trying to give their teams more time in post-production, right? Surely that's what they're doing. Yeah, like maybe they just have a shit ton of movies in the backlog, like Morbius and things. <laughs> I don't think Morbius, that's with Sony, mate. I don't think that I don't counts know. in this. My point this is, is like, all DC properties. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, good point. I'm guessing maybe they just have a bunch of stuff that they just need to release and like they can't. They don't want to like uh, cannibalize their own, their own profits. That's true. I wonder if they saw like they kind of went, oh my god, Doctor Strange is coming out the same month as one of our movies. We can't, we can't go against. Probably that. we need to push actually, everything back. Actually, very true as well. That happens, I think, more than we think it does. I would think. Well, especially yeah. with these two studios, I would just yeah. assume Warner Brothers goes. How can we avoid this at all costs, but still fit within you know the summer blockbuster like yeah. time frame? I reckon that Doctor Strange movie is going to make a shed ton of money. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks good. I'm excited for it. Did you see that the Umbrella Academy season three has a premiere date? No, I did not. When and is this? And it is June 22nd. Ooh. They also had an extra an extra little teaser. It had very, very little, but a couple scenes. I haven't seen a teaser for it yet. So, I mean, either I've just been completely blind to it or whatever, but that's yeah, awesome. I think it just came out. Yeah. So I was stoked for that. Ooh, I'll check that out. I will check that out today. Similarly, though, and I think we talked about it just the other day. Did you also see that The Boys season three got not only a release date, but a promo trailer as it well? Did. I did. And it God, I'm excited for this. Quite a few spoilers or at the very least misleading storylines. Mm, mm-hmm, like they, it mm-hmm. makes me think like they're obviously misleading things because like you wouldn't really release some of the stuff that you saw if it was real. But maybe I'm wrong. We should have saved this for our for our plug yeah. into the uh, main topic today because Yes, right, you're right. About. We should have absolutely done that. But it is. Yeah. I think there's uh it, it kind of looks like Billy Butch is maybe getting some sort of superpowers in this. Yes. This could be adapting a comic book storyline from their long, long-standing comic books whereby Compound V is actually in pill form and you can take it and for a short amount of time get superpowers. So I'm intriguing. I'm intrigued to know if they're going to go down the, the consumable route, shall we say. That seems like where the storyline was headed anyway. They were trying to monetize that drug. So how do you do that at mass scale? Mm-hmm. Superheroes are one thing, but being able to sell it. But could people then go up against like the seven? Could could Billy Butcher have a proper fist fight with uh, old mate the Homelander? It also equals the playing field for the for the battles and stuff. So it's actually quite smart. Like he ways. is so against soups yeah. and any sort of superpowers at all. Is he willing to break sort of his own code to maybe to even the playing field? It's, like it's like the dark side, right? <laughs> So you needed Will, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Luke needed to take a little anger and hate to beat the Emperor. Join me on the dark side. <laughs> Let it consume you. <laughs> um, I think every every week you do a different voice from a movie. That's what I do, I'm, man. I, well, I'd love to get a compilation of all the different ones you got. <laughs> Last week you were vengeance. God, I, <laughs> Let I it love consume that. It's like, you. I love that line, dude. 
I said that to Gail the other day. You send me a lot of cats on Instagram. <laughs> she just didn't get it. I was like, you obviously haven't seen the movie or listened to the podcast, babe. Bloody hell. Bloody um, hell, G-Money. Listen to the podcast already. What's happening? Yeah. Speaking of, thank you everyone who joined this week and last week for the competition. We really do appreciate it. Uh, I don't think we've heard from our competition winner yet, so we will be releasing this weekend. We'll be reaching out to you if you haven't reached out to us already to make sure you get your prize. Let us know what you've heard in that vein. Hit us up on Podcast Assemble on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and send us memes. Yeah, we are. We didn't get any good memes this week, or I just didn't. It's been a short time, so I haven't had a chance to actually check. But um, send us send us your memes and send us any news we haven't heard. Hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Any any final bits of news? Yeah, well, news that was misleading. Dead Space gameplay trailer, apparently. It wasn't even really a trailer. It was like a little cut. And it was like Ooh. literally the guy, the guy walked around for like 30 seconds, killed like one monster, and that was it. I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be like a full like, you know, five-minute playthrough. That's a gameplay. It was it was game more looked like a demo environment that someone had just tooled yeah. around like one little room. It was I was like, oh, I would have you should have saved this when it was a little bit more fully baked. That's been coming out for ages. It looked good, twenty twenty three apparently. Anyway, I digress. That feels like it's been coming for years. Well, we announced it like a year ago. Like well, we didn't announce it. We talked. About we did. It. Yeah, it's all us. We 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 dropped that news. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, as I was previously, I'm going back a few conversations here. Don't don't judge me. Well, actually, speaking of two people we've already spoken about, so Sean Levy, who was the director of the Adam Project, who's also the director of Free Guy, has essentially been confirmed as going to be directing Deadpool three. So I guess that concludes his trilogy of ryan reynolds movies and ryan reynolds concludes his trilogy of deadpool movies is this ryan yeah, reynolds like ryan reynolds like likes this guy i guess clearly yeah, yeah mate i mean he I, yeah. I would assume this guy essentially just lets ryan reynolds be ryan reynolds right because that's what he does in a yeah, movie. exactly no to, that's literally all he do. does <laughs> well how else does he get away with everything i think that's pro- pretty uh, much it. it's no. kind of cool i like the idea of that guy doing it i mean it would need to be a heck of a lot more violent than those two movies because neither of them have any real... No, they're a bit tamer. They are. T- tame would be one word for it. I mean, the Adam Project, it tries, bless it. It tries to do action, but it's it's a little bit family-friendly. Whereas I don't think you can do that for Deadpool. Yeah, it's well, the, all those 80s movies are, though. If that's what they're going for, you 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 know. Interesting. Cause I, I, I didn't get that in the movie, but like, I'm, it's interesting that you mm. gave that sort of comparison. Anyway, DL... Shifting on swiftly, would you like to premise yes. our main topic for this week? We've kind of touched about it on it a little bit already. Uh, things that have been misleading, we've talked about them a bit. So we, this week, are doing trailers that, for whatever reason, lied to us. Now, this can be, you know, we all know that there's white lies and real lies. Right? lies. There, there can lies. be lies that are for the best, and there can be lies that are just ultimately for the worst. And we'll tell you kind of our top three of each and, and why we think uh, why we think that this is either a good lie or a bad lie. I just added that part. So we're going to do that as well. Oh, I like it. For better or worse, trailers yeah. that lied yeah. to you. That's that's pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> so with that, Tommy, what's what's your first one? Now, you went, I went first last time. You tell me what your first one is. Uh, but I liked that transition. Uh, okay, my first one, and I'll start with an easy one. Um, do you remember a little film? Um, it stars uh, a number of, actually really just one person that we talk about quite a bit on the podcast. I was about to confuse it with another movie called Cabin in the Woods. I believe it came out. I do. In 2011. I didn't realize it was that long ago. So not, not too long ago, but 
Yeah, but still, still about you know, decade ish. I mean, that's over a decade. Jeez. It's got yeah, it's it's got Thor, Chris Hemsworth in it, which I'd forgotten. It does. And this is a another film directed by your favorite director, Josh Whedon. Oh my god. <laughs> Me too, Josh Whedon. Yeah. So this this movie, I guess, like, what are we talking about? Like, why do we think it lied to us? Well, this movie was kind of like advertised as like every like the the cookie cutter horror movie in the trailer that you see every horror movie all the shots right peaceful beginning driving a car down the road into a remote area it's like teen teenage heartthrob crew one nerd one stoner one hot cheerleader one girl that's kind of on the isolate like isolated but still very good looking and they're all kind of coming together for a trip it slowly in the trailer gets more ominous when they go to that gas station with the weird guy who yeah. gives them weird directions and tells them to watch out. And then we slowly but surely see it all go to shit via different cuts of people dying and scary, scary shit. It looked like a generic trailer. Yeah, it looks like a generic horror movie. Like, And really, it does all this without revealing too much, but slightly hinting that it's more. And so I think this is a Cabin in the Cabin in the Woods is a trailer that lied to us in a very good way. Oh, in a, such a good way. Because this actually ended up being, yeah, this I don't know if you haven't seen it. This actually ended up being more of like a satire on yeah. all those films that it kind of pretended to be in the trailer. Well, actually, if you look at the trailer, giving a couple little hints that there was literally like something else happening behind the scenes. Which, and spoilers for this movie that literally came out a decade ago. <laughs> the the spoiler is that actually this is more like a weird satire sci-fi yeah. on uh horror movies whereby in this world like these engineers behind the scenes have to set up these kind of tropey horror movie scenarios all across the world and, and they need one of them to hit in essence like they there's there's a there's a lab like a video room war room showing all these different horror movie scenarios like with these kind of uh i guess mythical beasts trying to kill people and if if they don't get one of the 20 they have going to actually end in death for the entire uh, cast, then the ancient beings, I don't know, gods. Destroy the earth? Yeah, they just they destroy the real earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a really clever, like, subversion of expectations, right? Like, I, rem sure. I remember this trailer coming out and I was like, I saw it, I think I even saw it in cinemas. I was like, oh, I'm not really into horror movies. I don't give a shit. This doesn't look that interesting. But then I actually watched the movie like five years later and I'm like, oh my God, this is phenomenal. And the reason it's good is because you don't really quite realize throughout what's happening until kind of the very end. Yeah. Right. Like, so you're still kind of, as you're watching it, you're still kind of like, this is like, like certain things are off and it's like acknowledging its own cheesiness. But also there's this other weird thing going on and I'm confused because it keeps cutting to these guys in a lab watching them. Like, what the heck's going on? Yep. Absolutely. And then you kind of eventually, you know, the, it, the, the ball drops and you figure out, oh, okay, this is literally, they're, they're, it's a satire on these typical movies. I feel like our title for the episode might, might be a little misleading because this is a really good one to start with. And like, I think when we first started talking about this, I was like, oh, you know, trailers that lied to us. Most of the time you think of things like, I don't know, Suicide Squad, where the trailer was amazing. And then the movie was absolute pile of pony. But this is fantastic. Like, this is a really good, like I say, subversion of those expectations. And the way I know I went into it expecting it to be like just a cheesy standard horror movie. And then you come out with all of these interesting introverted reflections on life and how different tropes run through not only trailers, but through movies and your expectations upon that you put upon them 
just really made this movie stand out. Yeah, yeah. And 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 they did it in a way where the trailer was like almost like a mirror of the like trailers are supposed to be a mirror to the movie, right? Yeah. This is literally that. Like yeah. it was that. It misled you the whole way and uh, had a couple little hints that it was something more and it and it ended up being that. So Whoa, misleading trailers. It's almost like that's yeah. what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't use I can't believe we didn't use the boys as our segue into this. I I'm I'm devastated with myself. Well, we can edit it if you want. You tell me and we can <laughs> nah, run it I'm back. too lazy for that. It's too much effort. Um yeah, that's a really cool one. And and that's a good one to sort of talk about subverting expectations in a good way from a trailer. Yes. But my first one is going to do the polar opposite of that. I'm going to talk about a trailer that <laughs> hyped everyone up and then did not let's just say it failed to hit with expectations so my first one uh is batman versus superman dawn of justice now in a sense the trailer didn't lie to us i mean we certainly got batman versus superman in some respects in the movie but i think this is more about the hype it managed to build so i remember and we've talked about this very briefly previously on the podcast I remember when that first teaser dropped at Comic-Con. You had all the whooping. Everyone in that auditorium was, woo, woo. Yeah, but they would be, wouldn't they? They literally were at Comic-Con. Of course They're not they going to boo it. It was, yeah. it was just this 10-second scene where Batman puts on the bat symbol and then there's lightning going on around. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of the bat symbol, you see Superman's red eyes light up. And you think you're going to get this epic showdown. You think <laughs> you are going to get an actual Batman versus Superman movie as it says in the title. <laughs> and this is a regular um, contributor to the podcast for so many reasons. We've actually done a pod on it, but it just built the hype and everyone was pumped for this movie. They did multiple comic cons where they were talking about the Batman versus Superman comic book. All of the trails were epic. And then the second trailer dropped, like I say, and it gave us the tell me bleed line which is pretty epic and then all of a sudden the movie comes out and you're just like what when do they they fight for like a minute like that's not what i wanted <laughs> i wanted to see the epic showdown of all epic showdowns uh do you remember do you remember when this trailer came out do you remember this i so like your experience and your description were very very much the opposite for me because my and i think i talked about this on pod number whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. link it when I saw this trailer, I was like, what do you mean, bad Superman? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is going to fucking get killed. Like, yeah. he's, he's just a regular dude. Like, this is a joke. Like, there's no fight here. He's going he's gonna to homelander him and just snap his neck immediately. Yeah, I was, I was, I was nonplussed. I was like, right. <laughs> this doesn't, this doesn't seem like a fair fight. I, I bow out of this movie watching experience. <laughs> uh, so that's what candidly the way I felt. Dude, this is. This is where Kryptonite comes in. This is this is the jam. This is why it's known all all around the world. Yeah, it'd be cool if you like went and discovered Kryptonite himself, and like there was a whole investigative journalism part of it. But that like didn't really happen in the movie, did it? <laughs> I I think from my perspective, it just literally gave it gave fans so much hope that they, you were gonna get you know the movie, and it came out around the same time as Civil War. You know, Iron Man versus Cap. You thought. You thought Iron Man would just use his laser and cut his head off. That's what I thought anyway. I thought it was going to be that simple, but no. So you expected it was going to be amazing. Are you and comparing the difference between Iron Man and Captain America to Superman and Batman? <laughs> a roided up guy and a guy in a tinfoil suit. Because let me just say, 
they're not the same thing. <laughs> the deltas there are very... It's like a god versus like a fucking emo kid. Look, what I'm saying is, I'm saying that it gave us hope that these movies could be good, these versus movies. And this was absolutely not. Now, I'm going to... Just to preface as well, though, as the trailers continued to come out, when we got more towards nearer the movie... And we started yeah. seeing things like they revealed Doomsday was going to be in it. They revealed more and more about the actual movie itself. My expectations level, they began to do- drop a little bit. I'll be honest, yeah. they began to drop. So this is, a, this is an example of movie trailers lying to us in a bad way. <laughs> yes, yes. They lied to us. This is not a white lie. This was Not a, a white lie. This was a this big old not, uh, not lie. A, yeah. What do you call a non-white lie? I guess just a normal lie. Just a lie. I guess the... The thing I have to ask you, Tommy, after you kind of telling me all that is like, were you like excited for like Alien vs. Predator? Was that like something you were like stoked for? Good question. I actually watched that movie not long after it came out. I must have been fairly psyched for it, yeah. Yeah, because again, like just like couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) these two things that are, yeah, going to kill each other anyway. Well, I've I've seen Alien 1. I've seen, well, Alien and Aliens. And I absolutely adore those movies. But I haven't seen Alien 3, which is obviously lambasted as the worst of the Alien movies, even though it has some redeeming qualities. I never saw it either. And I was psyched. Like, I've obviously seen Predator and Predators. What amazing movies. And, like, if if you've only seen the first two of each of those franchises, you're like, this is going to be fire. (laughs) I just don't think versus movies ever, like, where two universes collide really ever... I don't know. They just don't you've you've clearly never read the comic books where we have amazing it feels very things forced. like the Terminator versus RoboCop. We have the Terminator versus it just, Alien. It feels forced. There was, a, yeah. there was a golden period of comic books where these things were fantastic. Have you ever yeah, seen the Batman nah. versus versus uh, Predator? Have you ever seen that comic book? Because that is an awful, awful comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. What, it sounds uh, like fan fiction. And I think yeah. that's why I don't like it. It feels like fan fiction. Anyway. But look, what is what is the second trailer on your list of trailers that lied to you? So I, I'm actually mixing my second with my third because my third is going to be one that I can talk more about. This is going to be a quick one. All right, mm-hmm. just so you know. I'm going to sub you back in real quick. Oh, great. Thanks. So so Godzilla 2014. <laughs> this this lied to us rudely. So many in multiple In multiple ways. All right. <laughs> I mean, yes, the movie was about Godzilla, and the trailer didn't really lie about anything regarding that. Like, Godzilla was in the movie. It was a large lizard-esque thing. Technically, there was a lizard in the movie. Yes, like, that adds up. Facts check out. The part where I'm like, what the fuck, is literally the, the official trailer of the movie Brian Cranston had literally, like, one line in the movie, and it was the overdub of the trailer. Yeah, like it, like he had this monologue, and it was like the pretty much like one of maybe twenty minutes of screen time. Max. You're lying to people. Yeah, like like fifteen minutes of screen time, one big monologue that was overdubbed in the trailer, and that's and then, all he really had. But we're told that he's gonna portrayed like he's gonna be this big protagonist in the movie. This is peak peak breaking bad as well oh yeah obviously a hype technique like people people were jonesing for that brian cranston at that point like he that had just yeah. went off the air people wanted him in everything yeah and and they knew what they were doing because the guy literally had 10 minutes of screen time but was like the feature of the entire trailer and then he was and killed like does, yeah spoilers i think he dies in like the first 30 minutes of the movie probably <laughs> like, earlier than that yeah like it's, like it's like really quick like he he's like the prologue and then that's it 
I guess um, the problem with this movie was that the actual protagonist of the movie is he's basically like a blank piece of paper. Like he's awful. I don't even know who that is, and that's the funny part. I, I forgot the movie. Like I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it. Your 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 man crush. I think you're right. Yeah. He he's definitely in it, but I don't know if he's like the protagonist. There's like a. There's a, a kid that's also a big part of it, too. Look, I think the problem with all of these types of movies, and, like, you can quote me on this. We've talked about it. We talked about Godzilla vs. Kong, I think, uh, a little while ago, is nobody cares about the human aspect of it. I don't give a shit. And I, and I know they're supposed to be doing this big environmental message about humans are killing the world, and there's always, other, there's always underlying themes to it. I just want to see a big-ass kaiju destroy a city fighting another big-ass kaiju. Is that so hard to ask? See, like, <laughs> I understand your sentiment. What I will say about this is I did like how they kept Godzilla, like, under the... Same. They didn't reveal him for a while. Like, there were parts of this movie I thought that were actually good. I just didn't like the misleading part with uh, leading with old Brian Cranston. The other part, though, I mean, it was a pretty mediocre movie, and the trailer looked fucking sick. Looked fire. The, the, the first... T the first teaser one, which isn't actually the official trailer, like that's not the one with Brian Cranston. He's he's in it a lot, but he's not talking over it like mm -hmm. I referred to previously. But the the first teaser trailer is actually it looks really epic. It's like them jumping out of like a yeah doing like right. a halo jump, and it's like yeah. all foggy, and there's these red like uh, what is it flares coming off that all the like ten like sky jumpers, and they're flying this hazy hazy smoky war torn sky, and you just see these like flashes as explosions happen, like little hints that there's this big massive thing in the smoke that they're about to land on i'm sold let me see this movie now and i was like wow <laughs> that was epic but then the movie was like kind of pretty weak comparatively but i just i just think godzilla and, and like it's been done so much it's really hard to like do it well i i i actually like i'm gonna say i actually genuinely really like this movie in general i think mm. they may have taken the concept which they had in the trailer of not showing godzilla until like the very last minute like they really didn't like he was barely in the movie at all i think he gets like 10 minutes of screen time maybe like they really keep him under wraps and there's so many times where you get these shots where you're about to see him and then a yeah. storm great closes on everyone or like you're about to see him and then he goes underwater you know what i mean like I, and yeah. i think they just did that they just teased you a bit too much and then you're just like ah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how into this I am anymore. And then when you do finally get the big fight, then you're like, this is great. I wanted more of this. The other problem, I, to be honest, I didn't actually think it was terrible, but I just don't like being lost. I like in, the movie. Such a but way. It's a, I mean, it certainly did a great job of showing that he wasn't in the movie that much. <laughs> it's also like quite interesting that like Godzilla is like literally triple almost the size of the, like in the trailer and in the little thumbnail, triple the size of the skyscrapers. But then, like, in Godzilla King Kong, he's, like, way smaller. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Look, there? we've talked about this. Let's not go back there. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot we did talk about this. So linking our Godzilla vs. King Kong episode or whatever, which you made me watch that movie. <laughs> any any bad movie, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I know what you mean, man. Like, that trip. I mean, I think that lied to you, but in a... I don't think it was an offensive... I think the Brian Cranston part was very offensive. Like, I was upset that he wasn't in the movie more. Because yes. obviously, like you say, it was peak Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad had just finished, everyone was jonesing, jonesing for a hit of that Brian. And then he gets killed off in the first 20 minutes. And then, yeah. But I, I liked that they kept Godzilla under wraps a little bit in this movie. So the fact that they didn't just show you Godzilla for four minutes and then he not be in the movie i like i like that it was sort of it kept that mystique up a little bit but i i yeah, can i could see why people were pissed when this came out 
And that is my number two. What is your number two? Oh, I like it. That's a good one. And I guess that doesn't really segue into mine. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say showing, not telling in, uh, in, in trailers, which is kind of what my next one's a little bit about. So I've gone a little bit blanket here. I've gone with a regular thing that Marvel do for their movies in trailers. Now, I'll focus on Infinity War because that's one that does it a lot. So Marvel like to tweak their trailers. Now, whether it's an editing thing, whether they make their trailers before they've finished all the editing, or whether they intentionally go, I'm going to actively remove this from a trailer so it doesn't spoil the setup or spoil a big plot point of the movie. They do it a lot. Now, focusing on, like I say, Infinity War, if you watch that first trailer and then you watch the movie, there are so many little details that are altered. For example, in Infinity War, they have a big old hero shot in the trailer where all the heroes are running towards the camera and then there's just the Hulk in the background just running with them. Hulk's not in the movie. He, he, he leaves the movie <laughs> in the first five minutes. And then there's a scene where you see Thanos on... I, I think he's on Titan and he's only got two of the Infinity Stones in his gauntlet when actually in the movie he's already got four at that point. And then the Spider-Man costume's different and... They do a really good job of tweaking the trailers, lie, essentially lying to you. That's what they're doing. They lie to but you. But do you think that that's intentional? Like for, for the I, Hulk I thing, think it, I, I think, think it, it might is. not be. I would say it's intentional. Yeah. So for example, the Spider-Man one, they didn't want everyone to know that he got the Iron Spider outfit. Yeah, that makes sense. The, Th the Thanos with the Stones one, they, they didn't want you to know how powerful he was at that point. They were very much yeah. like, let's keep this under wraps. So in a sense, they're lying to you, but in a good way <laughs> Don't, like, it's like one of those lies your mum tells you when you're a kid like you're a beautiful boy i know your mum did to you <laughs> but they, they, they do it to hide some of the plot points which i actually really like another good example is for example thor in both endgame and in ragnarok so in ragnarok they cgi out well they don't cgi out his eye you know at the end of the movie he gets his eye yeah. smashed out by hella and then that's a big plot point like the fact that he loses the eye i mean they get over it pretty quickly in the movies but then they also uh cgi over the fact that they have fat thor in the in the end game which is you know that was a huge twist on that character and i genuinely really like that so it's like a regular deal do you see do you notice these things in movies when when you watch the trailer and then you go back and you watch the movie do you ever notice them and go oh my god that was different uh not often it happened with like rogue one there was right. a couple of things where i was like whoa that was like I, what happened to that one thing in the trailer and I think that's because it just literally had reshoots. <laughs> but for Marvel, like we were watching one the other day with you, you and somebody else. I forget which one. You're like, oh, they changed that. I think it was a Spider-Man. Mm. You're like, they, they, there was a bunch of, they, they misled us to think that something to do with uh, like Doctor Strange and like him agreeing to do the spell or there's something off. Like They did, yeah. They, like, they made us think something else with the trailer. And I was like, oh, you, I didn't even realize that. But no, I, I don't typically notice it. That was the one line, yeah. the line where Wong's like, don't do that spell strange or something. And then it didn't actually appear in the movie. It did appear at the yeah. end of the movie, but it didn't appear in the bit where you thought it was going to be. And I think that's, I, I can't. Active misleading. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actively misleading. It's clever editing. Yeah. It's subverting expectations. And I think for what, like comparatively to Batman versus <laughs> Superman one, where, you know, they've just fucked up the movie. I, it's, it's, it's really good. And it's interesting because especially in huge, huge movies. We're talking about the new Doc Strange movie coming out before. Infinity War specifically was probably the most hyped movie, I don't know, since Avatar maybe uh, at the time. And it was, I would say, maybe the best of the first three phases. 
And so much of that trailer, that three minutes was slightly altered to subvert your expectations. I found that, I haven't actually I found seen the trailer to that movie, so I kind of want to watch it. Go back and watch it. it. Go back and have I a mean, look. It's such a good movie, Infinity War. It's little things, though. Like, it's not big things. Like, I mean, the bit with the Hulk coming at the end, I wonder if that was a case of they decided to change his story partway through or they just didn't want to... Uh, let people know that the Hulk wasn't going to be a big part of this movie. Yeah. It changes your perspective on that scene. Like, if you've got the Hulk there, who's just like this crazy big green machine who probably can't die, it changes that fight compared to if it's just Banner in the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. But also, how did how oh. did Banner get used to being in the Hulkbuster armor so quickly? <laughs> like, it took, took Tony Stark years. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. They're both... <laughs> I, I can't I can't speak to these inconsistencies. I'm being facetious, of course. Do you want to give me your third trailer, which full-on lied to you? Uh, so these are full-on lies that I respect. All okay, right? much like me with the Marvel stuff. Yes, I respect that. Much in the same vein, I couldn't pick one. I kind of talked about uh, a studio, A24's tendency to do this with the way they advertise their films. So A24 is a studio that we recently talked about, The Green Knight, on the podcast. They do a bunch of kind of art housey sort of like yeah they're they're, they're very flicks, thoughtful right? indie kind of mm-hmm. like more like forward forward like they're trying to push genres forward and uh yep. what's the, is it avant-garde like is that the, Ooh, is that the saying you would use yeah you you and but to be fair their movies aren't always advertised that way mm. right so they're kind of trying to trick you into eating your vegetables if you're if you're a <laughs> casual you know, film fan, like say my girlfriend, you see one of these trailers, you're like, Oh, for instance, spring breakers. This is advertised as this dope spring break party movie for all the college co-eds. You know, it's featuring ex Disney princesses, not really princesses, but like Disney, uh, what's it called? Disney channel stars. Yeah. Alums like Vanessa Hutchinson. And, uh, what's the other one's name? Um, that dated Bieber forever. All, all, all those Disney stars, right? It's not my wheelhouse. Mine either, obviously, because I'm forgetting her name. But uh, Selena Gomez. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like, all this stuff. Like, crazy, like, booties everywhere with James Franco being the rapper who's going to be the comedic effect. You're thinking, like, this is going to be, like, you know, an American Pie kind of hangover yeah. movie. Maybe a bit edgier with, with yeah. some drugs. But, like, that's kind of where your, th- your head's going. Um, sounds like your typical kind of teen comedy that, that you get advertised in summertime. And it's true. You know, there there are lots of these kind of moments in the movie, but when you think about what the actual movie was, there was a lot more substance to it. So, you know, there are too many spring break party shots in the trailer as compared to the contents of it. So, f- focusing on spring breakers, yeah. what so so what happens in that movie? Because that's not actually a film I've seen. Okay, so it's basically about these girls that go on a spring break trip, and you know, while the trailer does show like the beginning of the movie, which is like them going on a trip, what it skips out on the trailer kind of hints at. Mm. It almost hints at this drug-induced dialogue with like overdubs that are kind of disorienting with like this saturated neon quick cuts. It hints at the stuff that's to come, which is kind of a dark exploration of like the teenage FOMO experience Mm. and like continuing to push yourself to, you know, have the best spring break party ever in, you know, an underage drinking and drug environment with like seedy characters kind of funding all the activities. I mean, James Franco is pretty seedy, let's be honest. (laughs) Yes. Like, so it basically follows these girls as they go through this FOMO experience in this seedy Miami rap party under like underbelly of like a underground rap scene. Okay. Right. And so what you thought was going to be like American pie, you actually get this like 
really strong group of female characters weaving through like dark topics like I just talked about, but also alongside a laugh your ass hilarious performance from James Franco where he just throws himself into this like white rapper yeah. uh, role really well. With a silver grill. Yeah, yeah, with a full on grill, silver grill. I don't even remember, but it's like, you know, it's, 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 it tackles heavy topics while also kind of keeping the mood light with his performance. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's one of those movies where I, if it got people to go see this movie because they thought it was going to be American pie, I'm okay with that because this movie makes them think more. It's a little bit more substantive. And um, I think there's a 24 does this a lot. You see it with like the green Knight as well. right? Well, yeah, I was going to say, we, we literally talked about this when we did our green Knight episode. Yeah. It's real interesting that I went into that movie expecting it to be this, you know, Knights in shining armor, big Arthurian legend. Almost like Lord of the Rings-esque at times. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah ex- exactly, with, with magic thrown in there too. And it's just not what you get. And I think, I mean, that's an interesting trend for their trailers. I'm going to watch out for that next yeah. time they, they release a trailer. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to watch this uh, this Macbeth and the Northmen. And Me I'm too. Partially, I'm partially like, is this going to be a similar thing, right? Like, now that I've also seen it with uh, The King, which is, you know, they, they advertise like Rob... Bat and Pat is in it a lot more than it is, than he is. In the Did you say movie Bat and yet. Pat? Have <laughs> we changed it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat and Bat, Bat and Pat, whatever it is. It's all the same. There's a lot more war in the trailer, really, by screen time than there is in the movie. But they, they do it a lot, and all three of these movies are really good movies. It's just you know, Spring Breakers has more in line with like Nightcrawler than American Pie. Yeah, interesting. So it's like a it's a good way to get people to eat their vegetables. As interesting. It's interesting you mentioned Nightcrawler because that's a movie which has been sort of linked and sort of likened to my my third one, which lies to you in a not dissimilar way to what you're discussing there. So my third one is Drive from 2011. Do you remember? Do you do you watch Drive? Do you like that movie? I saw it. I enjoyed it. A bit slow. Ryan Gosling. It's probably one of my favorite movies, and that's yeah. the wanky side of me that likes the indie, almost hibernatingly slow. <laughs> movies it's a slow movie this movie it the trailer lied it was it lied so hard that the distribution company was actually sued by a woman for not being what it promised (laughs) really did did she win it it, she she was quoted as saying it had very little driving in it which is true (laughs) it's like a crime essentially for a movie that's a long drawn out like uh pondering look at self and the duality of this uh main character's self the mate, the trailer made it look like it was the Fast and the Furious. They well, basically, I think they were like comparing it to the Fast and the yeah. Furious. They were like, like if you like that, this is way better. And it's really just about like a stuntman mechanic, and he's doing some weird shit, isn't he? Isn't he also like doing like heist stuff? So basically, what it does is yeah. the, the movie has a focus on two separate things. You, you're pretty much right. It focuses yeah. on firstly Ryan Gosling, who is actually my man crush in Hollywood. Uh, it focuses <laughs> on Ryan Gosling uh, as just a dude who gets to know his neighbor and there's almost this romantic entanglement with them but she already has a partner who's in prison and it's how all, all the fraught nature of that and this like i say slow at long drawn out build to their relationship building but then at night he goes off and he's essentially a driver for the mob he does all yeah, these like a getaway driver yeah he's yeah. a getaway driver and it's it's crazy but like all of the action you get in this movie you probably get like 10 minutes of action and they condense it into the trailer and the trailer is this hard-hitting 
fast driving um yeah it's not that kind of movie it's way slow it has like opposite. mad synth solos like it's like it's like almost top gunny in the amount of like yeah. 80s synth soundtracks in between i remember look this soundtrack, guy, by the way it's funny. one of my all-time favorite soundtracks it's a good soundtrack that wasn't meant to be like an insult yeah it is a good soundtrack one of the things that like is funny about this is like apparently this director just does this all the time yeah he does Nic- nicholas winding Riffin. Yeah, yeah like i think he's done it with his last two movies as well well uh this this is like a trope from him essentially and i i have this uh Aside, slightly a side story for you. So essentially, much like this, the trailer for a movie called Neon Demon, which he did slightly later, is also very intentionally dishonest. And uh, I convinced a few of my good friends in Melbourne to come to come with me to go and see it. And it was this amazing uh, rooftop cinema. It was such a nice night. And it was supposed to be this movie that was an introspective about a girl who went to, uh, who tried to go into the modeling industry and it was all the things that happened around her and it was supposed to be quite deep and interesting and it turned out it was this fucking weird movie where the ending (laughs) is these two girls end up eating this girl what so from now on um i've i'm not allowed to pick movies with those friends anymore wow you really screwed yourself (laughs) i've been i've been vetoed for life from that whole friendship group for picking movies which one is that is that only god forgives or neon that's neon demon it's Watch the trailer. You'll see it. You think it's going to be something. It is absolutely not what you think it's going to be. And it's and it's long. Uh, it's <laughs> it's really dark. It's weird. I mean, when you talk about subverting expectations, it doesn't subvert expectations. It literally lies to you, much like Drive <laughs> did with its trailer. Well, and they, Valhalla, Rise, Valhalla Rising apparently did the same thing. So I haven't seen that movie. Drive's the best rated of them all. Yes, so. and... Yeah. For a good reason, I think his focus on yeah. mu- music and stylistics and cinematography, it that's the best it really he really ever does it. In fact, I've watched the other one you just mentioned, Only God Forgives, also with Ryan Gosling, and it's bad. It's it's not <laughs> slow and interesting. It's slow and boring, which is kind of sad. But Drive lied to you, I would say, in a good way, much like you talked about with Spring Breakers. If it got people you wouldn't expect to go and see it, then great yeah no I'm, I'm okay with that i'm okay with that it's a good it's a good damn movie go and watch it immediately if you haven't seen drive from 2011 <laughs> i have a couple of special shout outs do you do you have any dishonorable or honorable mentions Dishon- you you lead the way i had a few but i gotta again my notes also didn't say, well i, so. I mentioned i mentioned suicide squad that's uh that's a very dishonorable mention uh one like similar to what, what you talked about before godzilla 1998 i'm calling this out because <laughs> That trailer made it look like this was going to be a good movie. <laughs> it was. It was simply not a good film. One one actual special shout out was Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins. Now I don't know if you remember the advertising for this movie, but essentially the first trailer dropped, and you would not have known that was a Batman movie until the last two seconds. It was so interesting. It was bleak. It was about this guy going on a trip and sort of learning really to, yeah it, so you know the whole first half an hour of that movie where he goes abroad and he fights in prisons and etc etc it's that it doesn't you don't realize it's a batman movie and then when you hits you're like oh my god chris nolan's making a batman movie that's the coolest part yeah it is a really love that good uh i wouldn't say it's a white lie it just bends your expectations even throughout the trailer let alone through the movie so that's a good one to sort of you know, make you really think when you're watching trailers. Do you do you have any before we uh, move on? I mean, on? look, I, I've I've heard apparently 
that, and I haven't watched this movie, that After Earth lied to people. Eh. But because it's After Earth, eh. I haven't, I haven't it watched just, it. The trailer <laughs> just had a lot of Will Smith, and the movie did not have a lot of Will Smith. So, the old Brian Cranston sweet, like, uh, uh, well, bait and switch. Ca- kinda. Will Smith was in the movie, but it was this monotone, boring, sad, broken leg Will Smith. It was very dumb. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't really have any other than those ones. I mean, you already. I had Suicide on Suicide Squad on there. Um, that was I a had, good one. Uh, yeah, that I was had a good trailer. Avengers: Infinity War, but you already picked it. Um, you mean it was a good trailer that was a terrible movie? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I remember when that Suicide Squad trailer came out, and it was um, had the Queen pl- the, the Queen song playing in the background, and it had the vibrant tones. Looked exci- The Joker looked like he was going to be good in it, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be great. And then it gradually got darker and darker and darker. And then the movie came out and it was not good. Well, anyway, thank you all for sticking with it. We do really appreciate it. This is a little bit different this week. We are a little bit time constrained this week. So we thought we'd put something together that we just enjoyed talking about. I really enjoyed talking about it, DL. Did you? I did. I did. Do you have any uh, correspondence for me this week? We do have some correspondence. Uh, Let me get it up for you. So I have some as well, if you're if you're curious. So. Well, I'll give one, I'll give one, then you give one. How does that sound? That sounds good. Friend, friend of the show, Andy, who shout out to our Captain America episode, has been on previously. He reached out because he went to see the Batman, uh, and he wanted to know our thoughts on it. I would say go back and listen to last week's episode um, personally, but uh, <laughs> he said that he didn't actually enjoy it. He said he thought it was a bit too dark, a bit too slow hot take and he felt like it was just never gonna end so i mean spicy takes from andy i mean that's the way that bruce wayne feels about the crime rates in gotham (laughs) but i was engrossed in every minute of it uh fair enough man i mean to each their own like i guess if you don't buy robert pattinson as batman it'd be a hard movie to watch but i bought it i mean we talked about it last week right but i think if you don't if you don't get behind the methodical detecting of it, which is, you know, most of the movie, you're just probably not yeah. going to enjoy it as much. Like, it, it is not a slugfest. You're not going into that movie expecting to see big, big hitting fight scenes all the time, you know? Yeah, I think that as well. Like, if you're not into psychological thrillers or mysteries or that, really yeah. anxiety in a movie, you're yeah. not going to like this movie. One sure. movie we didn't talk about when we talked um, about The Batman, which I've heard it likened to since, is seven and i don't know you must have seen that with brad pitt yeah, what's in the box <laughs> what's in that so, box <laughs> it's one of my favorites and i i want like after hearing that i was yeah. like you know what that's so right no nah, it, it is a, it's a good uh comparison for sure like just like the griminess of the city they're in I, I don't even know if that movie's meant to be set in a real city or if it's like also like a fake city i thought it was um, i don't i don't uh, recall i can't remember i feel like it was chicago or boston which one rains Maybe. all the time? <laughs> well, night one snows, but they both snow, I guess. Um, That's true. Well, yeah. Friend of the show, Kyle, wrote in and said, you know, despite despising, despise. Wow, that's a fucking strong word. Big despise. words. Fight despising and Pat and Bat. Fight and talk. Right. Pat and Bat, Bat and Pat. He despises both <laughs> bat of them. He had to admit that he loved the Batman. He loved the film noir, detective aspects of the film with its like mechanical grittiness. I was like, that's a pretty good way to describe it. He was a literature major, so give him credit where it's due. Mm. And uh, he admits that Pattinson was, Pattinson was good in this one. Plus, Polarizing uh, opinions. 
Yeah, plus <laughs> Zoe is the hottest Catwoman ever, which actually, you know, was quite polarizing because my other mate uh, was like Halle Berry, surely. But it's kind of... Ooh. It's Ugh. kind of like a, She's it's got kind a of like an asterisk. Yeah. No, but it's like, it's kind of like an asterisk because she wasn't really Catwoman. Like, that's true. She, she, she was Patience Phillips, who is not Catwoman. Yeah, so, anyway, but so look, more people like, I mean, it's not a hot take to say that you like the movie. Well, I, I said the polarizing opinions on the movie. It's, it's still at 8.4 on IMDb. I don't think that's polarizing, really. I think, I think it's a good, <laughs> it's a it's a good movie by most success. people's standards. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I'm excited Honestly. to see it again. I think I'll probably yeah. wait a little bit, though. I'll give it some time. I used to, as a kid, just go instantly rewatch things oh, that really? I liked. And now I've learned to appreciate, like, hey, give it time. You'll enjoy Simmer. it more when you've forgotten a bit of it. Like, Talk yeah. about it on the podcast first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also had some correspondence. Thank you. Thank you both for your correspondence on The Batman. We really appreciate it. We also had some correspondence from friend of the show, Steve who let us know this week that we had missed a piece of news in the last week. And I don't know if you're uh, across this, because I did actually miss it personally. But March 9th was the latest state of play from Sony for their PlayStation, uh, upcoming PlayStation titles. Did you see this? I did not. It was a brief, brief 20-minute YouTube clip. You can watch it online. Um, It was interesting. It was a lot of RPG stuff interestingly and well, that's very up my alley you love that yeah, yeah. <laughs> steve did highlight that you know forspoken might be one i'd be interested in knowing that i am of course a big rpg fan as everyone knows uh which looked into i think that was originally a final fantasy title but they've changed it i believe but they did release one trailer on there which i think you might like the look <laughs> of that's so funny though that like square Enix can just like be halfway through a game and be like this is no longer yeah. Final Fantasy. goes to show how much continuity that series actually oh they has don't care all. they just don't, yeah. well final fantasy 15 was originally supposed to be a spin-off of i think 13 and then they just changed it. they're like nah this can be its own thing so <laughs> i don't know um but there is one in there called ghost wire which i think you might like the look of it looks really cool it's first person it's magic based it looks like the doctor strange game that we've just never had that does sound cool give it a look it's kind of neon as well it's kind of like i think it's futuristic-y i think you might like it i think like the problem with like first person games with magic is like all the magic kind of feels the same it's like point and click Mm. shoot energy ball yeah no one's really figured out how to make it feel like you're actually well, have a look know, at this magician. trailer because he does a bunch of different. Yeah, he does a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> it's not. Just... <laughs> I was like looking for a word. There's like no other word like wizard. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's just like magician. I don't know. Sorry, I digress. No, no, give it a watch. I think you'll like it. Um, I, 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 I think the Go, same. Is it ghosts on a wire? Uh, ghosts wire. Yeah, I think if you ghosts watch. Wire. I, I I wonder how the Harry Potter game is going to go in, in the same vein as trying to be a magician, like you just said. I wonder if it's going to be a lot of sort of just firing, firing magic bullets at people. Yeah, I don't know. Like that would like it's I'm thinking you need to have it be more like like Spider-Man, but magic. Yeah, that would be how a lot of fun, that. wouldn't it? That's the way that like the combat needs to be that immersive and different, like different move, but not that hard to jump into. Anyway, oh, that would be a lot of fun. Do you got any of this? I'm searching Ghostwire, and it's it's showing me how to do a chicken roast. I'll send you a link after. <laughs> Please do. Anyway, uh, I all don't right. have any other correspondent. That's all I got. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, friends of the show. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for sticking with us. Where can they find us? They can find us at the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Yeah, feel free to send us any news we missed, like friend of the show Steve's did. Thank you, friend of the show Steve. 
or any memes. We do love memes. Uh, we'll be back with that next week when we've had a little more time between episodes. Uh, as always, if you like what you're hearing, feel free to pass the pod on to a friend. We do appreciate that. Or give us a five-star review. We do love a little five-star review. DL's all over that at the minute. I can see him uh, trying. <laughs> I can see him shaking his head. Thank you, social media guy Lockie. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. What are we? We're not... We're not doing next week, are we? We're, next week, we will have a little break as we both have some pretty hectic stuff going in the background. But we will be back our next episode. It gives me time. Yeah, it gives me time to watch what I need to watch. Fingers crossed it will be on Peacemaker. Yeah. Well, thank you, yeah. DL. Thank you, Tommy. Until next time, keep it real. Tally ho. Tally ho.